0: episode of insanely haunted the show where we watch and review every episode of ghost adventures my name is max
1: i'm cassie i'm taylor welcome back welcome back thank you
0: it's so nice to have you again i feel like it's been forever
2: it's been a while yeah yeah
0: well we're glad to have you back for this one i realized about halfway through which one this was and it made me very excited because Zach does something that I love in this episode, is very, like, indulgent mm-hmm. in himself. But the whole episode is pretty indulgent because the way they're framing this is that they're returning to a place that inspired their original ghost hunting journeys.
1: Mm-hmm. And which they, on their original, in their original documentary, they visited a building. Wait, wasn't it in their original y- documentary? Yes, and yeah. it, this
0: place they visited was called Castle House.
1: Yes. And um, so it was kind of like a home sweet home type thing for them. Um, and apparently for Nick, it was somewhat inspiring to go into ghost hunting.
0: Yeah, this is like Nick's origin story that we get.
1: Yeah. Because he
0: <laughs> saw, he. so the Mizpah Hotel is where we are in Tonopah, Nevada. Um, same town as the castle house, no relation otherwise.
1: It's kind of near Goldfield, Nevada, which is known for its gold deposits.
0: Ah, which makes sense because a lot of the stuff they talk about is how this is like a gold mining town that boomed during the gold rush.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's so small that kind of everyone in the town has uh, some kind of connection or wants to have a connection to the hotel, <laughs> I guess. So maybe that's a relation.
0: There's a really cool, a lot of really cool reenactments in this one, including mm-hmm. this totally wild graphic of a bunch of dudes being burned by a fire. While <laughs> it's
1: really good. They like
0: scream in slow motion. I want
1: to see GIFs of these. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they're just, like, standing there covered in fire, screaming.
1: Yeah. Not not really covered in fire. It's terrible graphics.
0: Um, they, uh, they came here to visit the Mizpah because they never got access to it before. So back when they were originally doing Ghost Adventures documentary, the people that own this place were like, no, we're not going to let you in. But now that they're legit.
1: And they've, like, um, renovated the building...
0: Oh, my God. They're like, they want to show off the remodel that they've just completed. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh,
1: It looks cool, though. It looks like a really neat place to visit. I'd like to visit. So the town of Tonopah, um, during the gold rush, there were a lot of rich people that would visit. It was kind of a destination. And so this hotel kind of catered towards the, the high class. While there was a whole lower class of miners who would um Risk their lives digging in these these mines, these mine shafts. And beneath the city, there are lots of mine shafts. I'm kind of
0: didn't they say like 250 miles or something? Yeah, yeah,
2: like they built the town on top of a mine shaft, or most safe. of the buildings. Right? It's kind <laughs> of scary, and you just hope that they knew what they were
1: doing when they built these mine shafts, because if you don't, you know, the ground that's, above could cave in. That's all the
0: buildings gone.
1: And especially, like, I'm just nervous about large buildings on top of mine shafts. It's a little scary.
0: Did you um, want to have like a little uh, geology lesson for us? about Sure, this?
1: I would love to. Um, so, geology of the Nevada area in general—it's uh, called the Basin and Range area. Oh yeah,
0: that's where my car ran out of gas, and we had to go yeah. buy a gas can. So, <laughs>
1: if you've ever been through Nevada, you'll know that it's like mountain range, valley, mountain range, valley, and it just keeps going on and on like that. And there's a reason why it's like that. Um, so, the Pacific Ocean that the, the tectonic plate below it um, has been diving beneath the continent of North America for many, many, many millions of years. Um, At a certain point around the California area, so the tectonic movement kind of shifted. It's very complicated, but it started changing from...
0: Well, the plates can change directions, right? they They can.
1: Well, but here's the thing. So There's this thing called the East Pacific Rise, and it's where magma has been coming up from the inside of the Earth into the surface of uh, the Earth underneath the Pacific Ocean. And if you've ever looked at, like, maps of the topography of the ocean floor, you'll know that there are mountain ranges. And it turns out that those mountain ranges on the bottom of the ocean floor are actually magma mountains. So the the lava comes up through the, the Earth, and it cools in the water, and it just kind of builds on top of one another. And over time, this new crust that's being formed pushes the existing crust to the sides because it has to go somewhere, otherwise the Earth would get bigger and bigger and bigger in size. Um, And so it pushes the plates to the side, and then they have to go somewhere, um, and they end up actually diving beneath continental crust. Continental crust is less dense, it's more buoyant, and so the heavier oceanic crust ends up going beneath it. And so that's what we've been having on the west coast of America for millions of years is the oceanic heavy crust has dived beneath um, the the lighter crust of North America. Um, but at a certain point, um, that mid-ocean ridge, the, the mountain range underneath the ocean, ended up crashing into the side of west coast and so you have this like open magma source crashing onto the west side the east part of the the oceanic plate on the right side of that ridge ends up breaking off and going underneath north america and then the west side of it ends up moving northwest along the west coast of california and so now the plate tectonic boundary that goes right through la and san francisco is actually a tectonic plate boundary that's moving side to side rather than beneath, and so if you've ever heard that California is going to um, break off um, and go into the ocean, that's kind of true, but not it's it's complex instead of breaking off it's actually going to just slide sideways <laughs> up towards the Aleutian Islands. So one day it's going to be part of
0: Alaska <laughs> is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, pretty much in that general area. But so the the east part of that oceanic crust that's now underneath North America and just kind of floating away in the mantle, um millions of years ago when this first took place, um there's debate over whether that floating down plate either snapped and then a hot mantle rock ballooned upwards through that crack, or it's just coming up in that space where it broke off from the other half of the oceanic crust, and you have this hot mantle rock ballooning upwards. And so what happened is you have this hot mantle rock um, that's swelling and rising and pushing up against the continental crust of America around the area of Nevada, and at the same time, you also have... um, The western half of the oceanic crust pulling up northwest against California, kind of stretching out the crust. And so Nevada literally stretched and you had blocks of the crust drop and you had blocks that remained up. And so these down drop blocks is what created that mountain range deep valley oh. topography over time so it's not
0: like it's getting squished in like an accordion no it's, it's getting actually the other pulled way around. out no,
1: yes no. so literally the continent of north america has stretched outward since that that junction of the plate tectonic boundary hit the west coast pulled california outwards and with it nevada but you also had that downgoing floating plate that either snapped or you also have the hot mantle rock coming in um where it broke off and so you have this ballooning of hot material you ended up getting a lot of volcanic action in the basin and range area which leads to the hydrothermal deposits Of Goldfield, Nevada. So if you have any magma that's close to the surface of the earth, you're going to it's going to interact somehow with the groundwater in the earth and it's gonna heat up the water and you're gonna have the hot water dissolving minerals, moving them around, and then when they cool off they deposit in rocks. And so
0: is this why there is all that gold out there? Yes,
1: (laughs) that's where I was going. So, yeah, anywhere where you have any hydrothermal activity, hydrothermal activity, a hydrothermal
0: activity, like that yogurt. Right. That Lee Curtis <laughs> yeah, saw. lots
1: of poop um, past or present. You're going to find lots of rich mineral deposits and mineral ores, and that's where you get mining booms. Um, but then, of course, it's limited, so it might go away after a well, while. <laughs> and,
0: and, and, and so it did. And
1: so it did. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, end of geology lesson. So,
0: so this is all to say there was a lot of gold here. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. The bean just uh, jumped
1: onto Max's her, shoulder. Her
0: claws are all the way in me. Could you maybe move her back feet? because yeah. it hurts a little bit.
1: Here, let's let's be let's nice. Let's not
0: hurt. Let's not kill Daddy. Let's be nice. Okay, that was so scary. <laughs> um, so the first person we talked to is this guy named Sandy. I don't fully remember what Sandy's relationship to the hotel is. Is, it, is he like the? I don't know. Either. They said
2: he watched over the hotel, so maybe he's the like the manager.
0: <laughs> he's some. He's an authority of some sort. Yeah. Um. He doesn't like to talk about his ghost experiences because he, people will think he's crazy. That's his words. And he does tell us some pretty interesting stuff. Like, um, we learn. Oh my God! She's positioning for another jump. Okay. There she goes. Okay. All
1: right. She's gone. Jesus Christ! Um, <laughs> Our cat is a gymnast.
0: Gosh. Uh, Uh, we learn uh, about the first major ghost story we learn about is not really even a ghost story Uh, it's about how uh, the mine was out of money so they had to send to their investors to get more money and then the cash that was delivered disappeared out of the vault because the floor was made of dirt and someone came in and dug up underneath it. They're
1: really smart.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess guess that's pretty smart but like this isn't really a ghost story.
2: I think the the ghost aspect comes in when they reveal that they actually found the, the the miners dead in the hole, and then they're kind of haunting it now. I have a feeling that they might have been accomplices, but they weren't the actual people who took the money. They had to have been, because they said that they found them in this hole that was dug into the vault uh, that was surrounded by reinforced concrete, uh, and then the floor was dirt, but they found them in this hole with no money, and they were dead.
0: They got duped.
2: Yeah. Although it is just as easy to die
1: of...
0: Can you asphyxiate?
1: You can. You can die of uh, any gases that build up in mineshafts. So it'll just displace the air, and you won't be receiving any air. So I mean, it could have been anything. Most likely, it was that they. Well, they didn't really investigate it. No. Did they? We didn't even
0: we didn't even learn whether they had injuries that would have indicated that they'd been murdered. Were they
1: murdered? Did they die? Where'd the money go? Yeah, what, yeah the money great go? question. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess like the whole town is miners, so it could have been literally anybody. Yeah.
0: Um. So we also meet a local ghost hunting team. Uh, I did not catch what their name was.
1: I think they were the. What's the name of the town? Tonopah. The Tonopah Valley Paranormal. Something
0: or something like that. I
2: just saw Valley Paranormal on their caps. Also, I must say, anyone from the West Coast, it's it's Nevada, right? Not Nevada. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I'm just I'm from the West Coast, so like anytime you hear that, it's like you know you gotta make sure.
0: (laughs) Well, cool. Um, (laughs) Sorry about that, that. everyone who lives there. Uh, These folks. Show off some EVPs that they caught um and also uh like an a piece of footage that Zach thinks is embarrassing for the gentleman, but it doesn't like it's just it's not that weird what we see in the footage um it's a guy and hes he claims that he heard someone try to get his attention and then when he looked, he saw um either nothing or like a black like a like a spirit there, but there's nothing on camera so he just looks and he gets spooked and he kind of runs away for a second and that's about all uh, how many, that comes to that how
1: many miners were killed during the fire
2: 17. That oh, yes, you-
0: there was also a fire, 1911, big fire. They don't really go back to the fire very they much, do really, they? don't really,
2: no. I don't feel like any of the, like, activities that they mentioned, like, the next one that we'll talk about, the Lady in Red, they just don't really go in-depth about anything. I mean, the senator no. later on, but... It even- seems like all of this
0: is, like, rumor, yeah, right? Like, yeah. it's very... There's nothing substantiated about any right. of these.
1: Except for maybe the, the miners dying. I feel like that would be... Well documented, yeah. But in terms of like the lady in red, like we don't know if that actually happened.
2: Yeah, and and they try to capture her name, but like a lot of the times <laughs> when they get these like these stories about certain you know lady in red or the woman in white or whatever you know being in these places, it's oh it was the the owner's wife or mm-hmm. it could have been this person. There's there's not even a speculation about yeah. this. If we
1: don't even get the name of the person, then how do we even know that it actually happened? Right, like, is there absolutely no documented evidence of this, like historical documents? Right, right.
0: <laughs> so we do hear we hear about her next, lady in red. Oh no, actually, before we get to her, uh, Zach has a street encounter with some Ghost Adventures fans. <laughs> oh
1: God, these children who are literally chasing him,
0: just running after him on the street.
1: And based on the mother's shirt, oh my God, what did it say? It said
0: it has a picture of an EKG meter on it, uh-huh. and it says you literally scared me to death for a second.
1: <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they knew that the Ghost Adventure crew were coming to town.
0: I think those kids were GIC fans.
2: Yeah, (laughs) and they must have been, like, waiting and then saw him, and then she's like, go get him!
0: Go get him! (laughs)
2: They had to have been, because, I mean, like she said, like, everyone has a connection. She mentions that she was a waitress in the hotel and then shares her experiences, but, Mm -hmm. like... You know, she was just waiting for someone to like come so that she could talk about the spooky stuff that happened at the hotel. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: (coughs) Uh, We hear about the lady in red. Apparently she is seen quite often. There's a guy who's working on the hotel who says he saw her uh, dress. He didn't see a person. He just saw someone in a red dress or something like that walking. Apparently somebody had a full on conversation with her in the elevator. That was probably just a real person.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I had this conversation with a woman dressed in red. Oh, yeah. Cool. So that was definitely a ghost. So, yeah. Um, the story behind Lydian Red is apparently she might have been like a um, a woman for hire. Oh, and yeah. Okay, that's right. A yeah. sex worker, basically. And she was mainly with a certain man who was very possessive of her, apparently. And when he was going away for some business thing but ended up actually not leaving and coming back, he found her in bed with another client. Got super jealous, chased her out, chased the guy out, and he murdered her with a knife.
0: Y'all ever notice how like stories of women ghosts are like always kind of about the guy in the situation?
1: Well, about the sins of women. Yeah. Whether it's oh she was cheating on somebody, or oh she was a sex worker, or oh she was um, oh she had an abortion, oh she killed herself. It's always revolving around very judio. Judeo Christian um, sin ideas of sin. I see what you're saying. Yeah.
0: Also, well, I guess also uh, men do kill their partners a lot.
2: That is true. Kind of a lot. Yeah. Well, and it's brought to light that it was the <clears throat> one of the owners of the hotel, right? Yes. That was that was the, he did the killing. Yeah.
0: So yes. So that's Our Lady in Red. Still no actual knowledge about wh- who she was. Uh, there was another murder in the hotel, supposedly. Uh there was a senator named Key Pittman who was apparently murdered uh uh there's a, th- we hear that there may have been a mafia connection to this that like um they wanted him out of the picture but they wanted him out of the picture at a specific time that would be politically expedient for them.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> right because it's said that he's found dead in his room t- 2 days before the actual election. Uh, but the, he was kept in ICE um, until after the election was over. Yes. And there's a whole, uh, like, political reasoning behind this, but it's even, like, even the kids that they interview on the street are, like, talking about how this is common knowledge. This is
0: something they teach these kids in right. school.
2: What the fuck? That's super creepy.
1: Well, I mean, at least in the 90s, kids were watching really, like, I don't know. I knew everything <laughs> as a child. <laughs>
0: I guess that's kind of true.
2: I watched Ren and Stimpy. That's... Oh, then we get this wonderful, like, pan of them on the edge of town.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. So we, we're doing, like, a reenactment now.
2: So they go to, like, a historic site, which is the mining shaft.
1: We find out that it's a historic site after they come out, because you can see the little um, sign that's up, like, with historical information. Uh, at first, I was like, they broke into a mine shaft. But yeah. <laughs> they didn't. It's actually open for the public. Um And... They go in, probably not allowed to actually hammer into the rock, right. which Aaron is doing. And he he even acknowledges that they probably shouldn't be doing that. And then they like, I think it's a fake like mine oh, yeah. mineshaft. Oh, yeah. uh, fail. They, they,
0: so they try to fake a mineshaft collapsing on them to give them the real experience of being in a mineshaft. And so like really when Aaron says, I don't know if I should be hitting this. It's true, but it's also really... He only says it in service of this very stupid bit that they're doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just like, no, you really shouldn't, you shouldn't be...
2: Yeah. Because that could
0: actually happen to you. Yeah. Dummy.
2: Mine shafts are really dangerous. And they try to, like, make it seem like they really just, like somehow got access to this mine shaft and were, like, super special and it's started doing it. very exclusive, you know? Yeah, and then you, like, they pan out and you can just see the little plaque that it's like, it's like a tourist thing, you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, it's like little kids can just walk through and, like, see it.
1: And in case any of you are wondering what a mine shaft looks like down into the ground, I've actually been in a a, a mine for, a, it's it's a Galena mine in Missouri, I forget oh. what it's called, but, um, like, you do have, like, the narrow the narrow tunnels, but uh, I would say probably the most dangerous part of a mine um well, part of it is actually the elevator going down because you have a lot of um, um electrical work going on, and you could easily spark a fire um, mm-hmm. and then everybody asphy- as- asphyxiates um but Another dangerous part of it is if you have a large area inside of a mine, they usually dig creating these giant rock pillars that are still like the original rock. So you're relying on these rock pillars of rock that you haven't dug into to hold up the whole thing. Oh, as like support yeah. pillars? Instead yeah. of
0: like erecting a support of some kind.
1: <clears throat> Correct, yeah. Plus you're inhaling a bunch of material. like,
0: And you're getting further and further away from the oxygen of the surface. And- yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so this was all to to sort of put themselves in the shoes of these people. Uh, and then I start to wonder about how much evidence they're going to get on the lockdown because they go on another diversion. Mm-hmm. This time back to the castle house, which they say is a historic building. I don't know. A person lives there now. So maybe. Probably. I mean, Probably. maybe. Um, and they meet this lady who lives there and they compare her to the lady in red because she's wearing a red shirt. <laughs> And then they do kind of like a soft lockdown, you know? They do like a yeah. like a miniature lockdown.
1: Yeah. Except
0: they're not locked in at all. But they did bring their EVP recorders and their thermal camera. Yeah. So they brought a bunch of technology to this lady's house to do this stuff in.
1: We find out that a doll room that is in her home Oh, it's, it's
0: the genesis of Zach's fear.
1: Yeah, it is, he says it's the reason why I have a phobia of dolls.
0: They talk a lot about the energy, like feeling ghost energy.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, Billy Tolly, he's sporting his... U- useless mohawk. Useless mohawk. <laughs> uh,
0: So Billy comes in because they are doing some live EVP and they struggle to put words to this EVP. Mm-hmm. They do the thing that I love where they just put, like, blanks up mm-hmm. on the screen to show you that we think there's words here. We don't know what they are. And then everybody kind of, like, tries really hard to fit stuff in there.
2: But a lot of the time the stuff they try to fit in there doesn't even make sense. Like, it's not even coherent. Like, mm-hmm. if these no. are actual intelligent beings, like, They're not that intelligent, if that's the (laughs) the way they're putting words together.
0: Do you all remember what they thought it said? Because I've totally blanked.
2: It says, help, I know who you are, which, like I said, that's like... That doesn't make any sense. Exactly, like the two phrases together don't make a lot of sense. And it's funny, because the first time
1: they show it, they just put like parentheses with a bunch of dots.
0: Yeah. Because they don't know what it means. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you don't know what it means, and it doesn't sound like
2: that. Yeah. Not at all.
0: And that's the last thing we do before the lockdown. Wait,
2: begins. can we can we talk? Sorry about how quick they, they got excited about Zach saying shaft. Oh, oh yes, <laughs> yeah, I cannot
0: believe we skipped this over. So, and also we skipped over the fact that Zach is doing this like exaggeratedly oh. terrible eighteenth like nineteen hundreds <laughs> minor accent where he's like, "We're going to go up in that shaft over here," and then when he says the word shaft, Aaron giggles
1: and he says, "You <laughs> said shaft." shaft. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just the peak of maturity, <laughs> oh, these boys. Oh, gosh. So the lockdown begins with Zach sort of reiterating our goals for the evening. There are four spirits we're trying to contact. He's
1: doing, he's talking like this with his hand, his hand thing. He does this hand thing where he's like pinching something.
0: And that's why we are here, because we want to know about these hauntings and if they are legit.
1: And they're using trigger objects such as money and gold. And actually, it's not real gold. It's, it's pyrite, gold. it's iron sulfide. It is any fool's miner, gold.
0: Any miner or prospector from the early 1900s would immediately recognize that as not gold and not be tempted. They by
1: literally it. went to like a mineral shop in the town, found some pyrite, and we were like, gold.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, yes, they are after four specific ghosts, the two miners, the Lady in Red and Senator Pittman. No mention whatsoever for the rest of the episode of all of the people who died in the fire.
1: Nope. Completely oh, yeah, that's nothing. that's true, that's true. Waste of shitty <laughs> special effects.
0: Now, I'm thinking their producers must have gotten to them before this episode because Zach does a lot of really exhaustive explanation in the narrating parts of this episode. Like, he goes over... Really, really thoroughly what the melmeter is and what it does at this point. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is the EMF detector. And as you see, when I put my hand around it, it detects that I am breaking the EMF field. And this is the temperature. And if it changes, that means there's ghosts. (laughs)
2: Yeah, so they talk about like you said, like specifically the the equipment that they're using, and they go really in depth on that. But the thing that's just so funny is this is all so serious, and they walk to the top of the stairs, and Aaron just can't take it anymore. Like he's dead at uh-huh. the top of the
0: stairs. He's, he's heaving. Like it.
1: He's heaving. He's struggling to be alive. It's too much.
0: They've they've climbed up to the top of the fifth floor, um, because they want to interview the lady in red, uh, who supposedly met her end there. Uh, This is where they do the How Dark It Really Is, the first How Dark It Really Is for this episode. So they do an EVP session. Um, This is, like, the most useless EVP session ever because apparently they do catch a ghost thing, but they only catch it on camera. And not on the EVP recorder, mm-hmm. but then even when they play it back, it sounds like an animal out in the street or something like that.
1: Is this the one where he talks about how if you hear it in one
2: recorder but not the other, that means it's a ghost?
0: Yes, and okay. that it's
2: like only talking to you. Yeah, like he says, if you hear it but it's not picked up, it yeah. must only be talking to you. Yeah, yeah.
0: That means you got a ghost right there.
2: Right. Also, Zach is trying to get I the lady. He's
1: trying to get the lady in red to talk, and he says. I obviously don't want to call you the lady in red. I wouldn't like to be called the boy in black. We all have names.
2: We all have names. Zach He's trying to appeal,
0: but they never get her name. <laughs> um, uh Zach kind of gets sidetracked because he sees what he thinks is a footfall on the other side of a door, like he sees a light coming through and it looks like a foot has stepped down but
1: isn't aren't all the lights supposed to be off?
0: Yeah, so that's kind of a weird <laughs> thing.
1: How can you? If if it is really that dark and you guys have shown us how dark it really is, how the fuck do you see a shadow underneath a door crack? Not to mention
0: the fact that they're constantly staring at the LCD screen so their eyeballs cannot adjust to the darkness.
2: Yeah. Right. And I love the way he phrases it, though. I saw clear footsteps. Like, that's just kind of...
0: It's not quite right.
2: Right?
0: (laughs) It's a little bit wrong.
2: They catch a cat's
1: meow yes point.
0: definitely a cat uh this is where zach is like also very very on edge around this part because he's very it seems like he's irritated about something because as he's walking around with his recorder he's like zach walking 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 zach walking aaron walking aaron come over here aaron walking 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 we <laughs> say the things like aaron walking and zach walking so that we can tag our recorders
1: but you don't always do that why now <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, this is where they get the extremely anachronistic EVP that says, what the heck.
2: Damn it, what the heck. Damn it, yeah. what the heck. <laughs>
0: Which is what I feel all the time when I'm watching Gust Adventures.
2: It also seems pretty fitting for, you know, 1800s speak. Mm. <laughs> Nick thinks something is passing through his body. Uh, then they catch an EVP that says,
0: we've got work to do. Oh, Yes. Way, way, way below them, in the basement.
1: Yeah, in, in no, in the vault, yeah. where the money and gold was placed.
0: Yeah, and they talk about how, because the the guys weren't even there for that, this must be a residual mm-hmm. uh, EVP.
1: And then Aaron, he <laughs> finds the bingo room, and his excitement okay. is, is uh, expressed by him saying, Bingo, I found it, the bingo
0: room. <laughs> But it's not even really. It's just the bingo sign.
1: It's just the bingo sign. And, which he corrects himself.
0: Yeah, Aaron's so funny in this episode. I mm-hmm. love Aaron in this. So they did split up, mm-hmm. and that's why Aaron's down there. Zach sent Aaron to the most, the most scary place. Of course.
2: Yeah. Where the is, dark spirits are. <laughs> the
0: thing is, it's good television. Like yeah. You, yeah. We, it's mean, but it's good TV because Aaron's great. And Aaron loves Aaron.
1: Aaron's just getting really hyped. He's like, "Okay, I, fu- I officially just witnessed something," and then he freaks out because. Well, he freaks out because a door opens, and then he realizes that it's an elevator, and the elevator door opened.
0: Yeah, so the elevator is, like, not in service right now. Yeah. Probably because of construction.
2: Yeah. Or, like, it it might be malfunctioning. Like, is that never thought about? That's what
0: I'm thinking, is that there's, like, an electrical problem with the elevator. Uh Right. Because, as we see, it opens by itself. Yeah. Not something elevators are supposed to do.
1: But elevators definitely do that. Our elevators in our science building at... The university, they they would open by themselves all the time. And I would joke that it's the ghosts and they're being nice and opening the door. But, like, this this happens a lot. This is not a rare occurrence for an elevator door to open by itself.
0: And the thing is, while Aaron is down there, in the time that he's down there, it opens and closes and opens again several times. Mm -hmm. So... We can say it's ghosts, I guess, but it's.
2: It could also it just vary. seems like
0: it's just a malfunction. Yeah,
2: the and thing's it's, just broken. Yeah, and it's funny how they like will talk about how much energy it takes for a ghost to do something mm-hmm. until they're actually doing it, and then it makes sense that it's happening so quickly. Yeah, so yeah. if the
0: ghost is powering the elevator to do this, then where's that energy coming from? It's right. not coming from like Aaron's cameras aren't draining. The lights are on in the elevator; they're not mm-hmm. flickering or anything. But,
1: mm-hmm. There must be like a nuclear reactor down there. (laughs) Yeah, for the ghost to take that energy. Do it so many times. They're tapping
0: into the geothermal. (laughs) Oh yeah,
1: yeah, sure. Uh,
0: uh, Nick, meanwhile, is still searching for Lady in Red upstairs.
1: I was just gonna say, there's probably some ghost energy in magma.
0: Probably a little bit, (laughs) or gold. Uh, They do this thing about this blood stain on the carpet.
2: Oh, it's, just yeah. really funny to be- it's just a stain. It's just Literally. A stain. It could have been anything. It could be cleaner.
0: Right. <laughs> and the guy who, Sandy, is like, yeah, this stain just showed up one day, approximately where she was killed. Right. Whoa.
2: But it could have been like somebody just drops spaghetti and then they're yeah, like, spaghetti. oh my God, it was the ghost. <laughs> the
0: contractor over here is like, oh, I can't wait to eat my lunch.
2: Yeah.
1: Damn it.
0: Oh, fuck. Blame it
1: on the ghost. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: So this is where one of my favorite sequences happens in, in all of Ghost Adventures that I've seen. It's Zach all by himself. He's on the second floor near the restaurant. And he gets spooked by a thump. Here's a thump. And so he does one of the things that I love, which is, like, starts commanding the ghosts to do stuff. Like, knock that over. Push that thing over. And so he, desi- he, he, he decides to do a little experiment. And he sets up these two wooden planks in a triangle. So he can prove that the ghosts are capable of knocking them over?
2: Basically, these two planks are kind of leaned up against each other. And like he said, he's commanding the ghost to tip them over. Conveniently, the first time it happens, it's not captured on camera. Mm-hmm.
0: No, of course not. You just hear it. Right, you just hear a right. thump off camera.
2: These are literal planks of wood. They are thin. And just he two by four, literally seven. is
1: like... They're, they're, they're angled like a triangle against one another. And he is certain that a ghost pushed them over, and then he goes to show us this how it, so awesome. couldn't, I'm so it couldn't have been... Crisscross makes any... him jump, jump. He <laughs> spends so much time jumping, hopping around these these wooden planks while while he put them back up to try and prove that even Zach, jumping, his muscular, strong his body... His dense body. ...couldn't knock these things
0: over. And the whole time he's talking to us like, I'm jumping as hard as I can. Look at what I'm doing. <laughs>
1: It's hilarious. It's so
0: great. Um, but fucking nothing happens. And they spend a lot of time on this.
1: Oh, and oh, then great. and then he's like and then he stops jumping and he's videotaping and he's like, knock them down now. And then they just fall over. But it's like and he and then he goes into this crazy oh, like analysis like
0: explanation about and he's got goosebumps and he's showing his goosebumps off.
1: Yeah, he's like, Oh, well, because they, they felt that way instead of this way. And, and just going off on these really don't make any sense, like, observations that don't lead to anything, but he thinks show
2: and prove that it's a ghost pushing it over. Which I think the showing the arm thing was just an excuse to flex. Like oh, in front surely. Of oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah.
0: Um, meanwhile, the only actual scary thing in the episode gets, like, a quarter of the screen time mm-hmm. of this shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Aaron's in the basement. And so they, they talk about this chain of... Exp- uh, of of experiences. And, like, there's only two links on this chain. Do we really have to call it a chain? And the first one is stupid. Like, he gets a bunch of feedback on his uh, uh, camera microphone. And that's, I feel like, it's probably pretty normal. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem like a totally wild thing.
2: Especially because they're standing right next to the... Um... The EM pump.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we talked about this in the last episode. They've got this thing that's giving off EM waves. Of course it's going to mess with your electric electrical equipment. Mm-hmm. But then Aaron leaves and... Well, of, he
1: he gets let out of the elevator. Yeah, he gets <laughs> the, the,
0: just the like, ghost allows like, him to come Thank out. Thank you
1: for letting me out of the elevator. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and while he's not on camera, this little whoop happens. It's A you,
1: little black shadow. A little
0: black shadow just goes whoop across the screen.
1: And it actually is spooky.
0: I can't. I don't have an explanation for this.
1: It's spooky. I'm ghost w-
0: rabbit. Ghost
1: rabbit. Ghost yeah, rabbit. Ghost. That's what
0: we thought. Ghost rabbit. Maybe a ghost raccoon getting a snack. Or
1: wallaby.
0: Um. Or ghost wallaby. I fucking... This, Who knows? This, it's a black block. This rarely happens to me. I usually am very confident that, like, if I see him do something, you know, I'm like, that's not a ghost, that's not a ghost, that's not a ghost. I don't know what the hell that was. Yeah, it was weird. It's very weird and a little spooky. And they spend... Like, no zero time, time on it! <laughs> it! While they, meanwhile, they show Zack doing this stupid fucking plank shit for, like, <laughs> five minutes. Just to, he sets this experiment up two more times, once specifically just to show Nick and Aaron. Like, he calls them upstairs so he can show them this. God, it makes me so mad.
2: <laughs> like, that one was actually, like, the, the the black thing darting across the screen is actually, like, a, like, kind of terrifying. Like, these episodes are really funny. But, I mean, if I was watching that alone, like, I'd probably be a little freaked out if about that. If I was that. Aaron,
0: I'd be so freaked because it's like this, I was
2: there. Right, yeah. exactly. But, and then they, like you said, they spend no time on it. Yeah. Well, no time on the legit stuff. Yeah. It's bonkers.
1: It was just... It, it, Back to Ele- Aaron in the elevator, it was just so funny seeing his expressions <laughs> as the doors were opening and closing. Because the elevator has is like mirror walls.
0: Yeah. And he bribes the ghost. Do you remember this? He's like, I'll give you money if you just open the door for me. I'm not hitting any of the buttons. I'm not going to hit any of the buttons. Just open the door for me.
1: And, and when, when the door opens again, you can just see in his face that a little pee came out in that moment.
0: Yeah. His <laughs> mouth goes really wide, and he's like, oh,
1: Like typical oh, Aaron oh, face. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but that's about it. Uh, oh, no, the, uh, Zach brings the spirit box out. Um, be, right before he brings Aaron and Nick in, he brings the spirit box out and goes 15 minutes with no voices except one that goes, I'm evil. And, like the most <laughs> noncommittal.
2: <laughs> like a robotic <laughs>
0: And uh, that's it. That's about it. Uh, The outro kind of recalls the documentary one more time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Interesting episode of Ghost Adventures. Mizpah Hotel.
1: They always focus on the things that aren't interesting.
0: (laughs) I always want to know more about the stuff that they don't cover.
1: Like, I would be more interested if they had, like, a guided tour into a cave. But I'm sure that they wouldn't want to do that without being allowed complete freedom to act like total jackals.
0: (laughs) So maybe that's why they don't do that, is because they don't get the complete freedom to act like total jackals. They don't like to
2: be
1: constrained.
2: Or honestly, like, I don't know about you guys, but I was super interested in that story about the senator. Like, that kind of sent chills when they were talking about maybe some of the reasoning behind it and things like that. Like, they don't really get into a lot of the history too much, you know what I mean? I feel like that might be a, I don't know... Kind of the saving grace of this show is if it was sort yeah. of a history lesson or just a cool story. Yeah, you know what I
1: mean. Give you some context and something to hold on to exactly. while you're hearing all these like whimsy, or these uh, these wimpy ghost stories that don't have any material material to them. Right.
0: I don't like to think of myself as like a big skeptic, but like it's so e- I feel like it's so easy to tell when what you're hearing is a rumor that is totally unsubstantiated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so many ghost stories are, like, impossible to substantiate. Yeah. And so it's, like, I just feel like there's no point at that at, at that juncture. Because if, yeah. if it's, like, you don't know this person's name, you don't know anything about them, but you do know that they were the hotel owner's mistress and this very specific way that they died, mm-hmm. I don't... It, I just find that so hard to believe. Yeah. If you could tell me their name, if you could tell me, like, the year that mm-hmm. this happened, I would find that a lot easier to believe. But because all of these big, important details are gone... It's so obviously like
1: it's like you could be making it all up. There's this big game of telephone
0: yeah. going on. Even if some part of this was true, yeah, it's like over the past hundred years, what has changed? What has been replaced? It's like a real ship of Theseus thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there, no part of this is probably the same as what it was when it actually right.
2: happened. Right. Mm. Yeah. Well, shit. What do you was think, favorite?
0: Taylor? Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, I was actually really intrigued by this. I think like haunted hotels and things like that because hotels are in their own like you know their own setting when it comes to haunted things and things like that because there's so many people that come through a hotel on any given day and there's so many stories and backgrounds and things like that so you have the opportunity for some really great stories and for some really great occurrences um so i just loved the the setting mostly and then also um this i don't know all the stories were super interesting to me like like i said hotels they create a setting for a lot of great stories. So for sure. yeah, I liked for that. Sure. Yeah. What was your favorite parts?
0: Oh, my favorite part was, um, Zach jump, jumping, uh, <laughs> all around. Yeah. Showing off those jinko jeans, oh, yeah. getting some air.
2: I can't lie. I mean, the, the shaft part was funny. Yeah. yeah they were laughing pretty... about the shaft. It <laughs> was, it was. Yeah.
1: I really enjoyed the horrible graphics of people burning. Oh
0: my God. I almost <laughs> oh, forgot. Yeah. <laughs>
2: It's, it's so, like, it's almost like this show could, has the potential to be really great. You know, going it to these, Yeah, sure going to these places. And I think that's the whole gag of the show. You know what I mean? And the whole reason that it's so fun to watch and so fun to talk about is because they take something that so many people have tried to do and they do it in such an entertaining way, but in a very unironic, entertaining way. You know, they think they're serious and that's, that's what makes this show so special and different
0: yeah oh and what a lovely segue you've given us taylor um before we start with all of the wrapping up stuff we do want to shout out a very 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 special video that was shared with us by a fan um by uh candace uh thank you so much candace this changed my life this video you (laughs) sent us uh
1: specifically um it was posted to the insanely Big fans of Insanely Haunted, or is it insanely huge? You know,
0: it's Insanely Big Fans of Insanely Haunted. That's the group for our fans. It's a much better, like, meeting and and correspondence place than our page. Mm -hmm. Pages are kind of weird like that. They're not really great for, like, you know, actually interacting with people. So, if you want to meet and hang out with other Insanely Haunted fans, Insanely Big Haunted, Insanely Big Fans of Insanely Haunted on Facebook.
1: Yeah, and Um, this video was posted there, and it's by a dude uh called Dakota Layden, who's apparently now on Ghost Adventures
0: this the loop has been completed
1: <laughs> but it is a fantastic spoof of the show absolutely Absolute pitch perfect pitch perfect spot on everything is so right there's
0: so few moments like this what i love about it also is that it like it plays up the things that it so it hits perfectly the ways in which ghost adventures is larger than life and also exaggerates some of the things Beyond what Ghost Adventures does, but in like a way that that doesn't feel obnoxious right. to me, because it would be so easy for this to get really obnoxious.
1: But it's very authentic. But it's
0: so authentic, like they this is clearly made by people who actually get it.
1: Yeah, and, and watch it really just watch.
0: And Billy Tolly shows up, and he's got like this gigantic fake mohawk that's like <laughs> taller than his head. Um, and the Aaron Woo, yeah, it's Aaron, like... Uh, constantly like whoa, yeah. and then he does the the little. Pfft, thing when he turns the mic the camera on
1: uh, yeah, yeah or off and then no. and then uh also uh zach's weird obsession with getting love from female ghosts yep. oh it's just then so we, good we
0: found it our uh in, he's talking to the people that are supposed to be the um uh the like resident local ghost hunters uh-huh. and they're like yeah the ghosts that we found up there were very perverted spirits
1: and zach just really, really excited yeah <laughs> And there's more videos of the yeah. there's more of these videos um, that I we haven't wanna, watched
0: yet. I almost don't wanna watch them because this first one is so perfect that I don't want to <laughs> find out that they got bad. Yeah. <laughs> but they also do the thing that I wished happened in every episode of Ghost Adventures where at the end a real ghost comes out yeah. and scares the shit out of them.
1: Yeah. Um Oh, and um, Max and I actually, along with Leandra, are ha- oh, our hand, geez. we went yeah. to a historical building nearby where we live. It, um, they, so they
0: do after dark tours. They're not allowed to say ghost hunting tours. Which is
1: why I always say don't ask your state national park rangers about ghosts because they might not be able to talk about them. Yeah. Um, And that's the case with this location. too. The docent at
0: this location was very firm about the fact that she is not allowed to say that she's bringing ghost hunting equipment on a ghost hunting tour. Yeah. She is allowed to bring her phone with ghost hunting apps on an (laughs) after dark tour.
1: Yeah. And it was, but it was really great because she really, really focused on the history of the house and the people who lived there. She's so passionate. We got to, yeah, she was so passionate about it and she does believe in ghosts and, and she she had this um it was basically like a is it ovulous or
0: it's kind of like a combination EMF ovulous app that you can get for your phone yeah I don't know what it actually does if it actually does anything yeah
1: but it like comes up with words on it and like she'll say that like the words are very relevant to the people who used to live here and she like throughout the tour would you know talk back to the ghosts if they brought up something and it was it was kind of cool and. Um, We did have like a a door that opened. However, it probably was because the building was... The foundation
0: is bad and it's leaning.
1: And it was specifically leaning in the direction that the door opened. But
0: I felt really bad for letting on that I don't believe in ghosts in that moment. Mm -hmm. Because when she told us that that the the room was leaning because of the foundation, I was like, oh, so that's why the door opened.
1: Well, I don't think that was... I mean, you were just commenting on what it could have been. I don't think that you were basically saying like, oh, you're full of (laughs) shit.
0: She was so smart and she knew so much and she was so like... She was so well, she was so this.
1: grateful that we were there yeah. and we were grateful for her because she was really cool I don't want to and... make
0: her feel put out. being yeah. mean, like the skeptic the no-ghost Right, man, you know
1: like and and um, but it was super cool We posted two videos on our Facebook oh, page God, watch
0: them both. They're so scary like
1: usually <laughs> when you go to historic sites they Nothing is in service anymore. Nothing works anymore or, or they if don't it does work. You're not allowed to yeah exactly, but they still can play their uh, there's a music box and a is it a phonograph, a phonograph, a yeah. phonograph um, that still work, and she played them both for us. The phonograph Ooh. was
0: like comically scary sounding. It was. It sounded like a joke, <laughs> spooky thing. Like like somebody made this to be scary.
1: Yeah, it's like what it's exactly like what you see in the movie Crimson Peak. If you've seen that movie, there's a phonograph. She had the wax rolls. Yeah. And we listened to some, like, almost opera. They're, they're
0: so degraded, too, that it's yeah.
1: like... And... <laughs> <laughs> and then the music box was so cool. Oh, my
0: God. Spooky beautiful, as hell.
1: Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful, but super creepy.
0: Incredible. Like, w- w- the weird thing about that was that the music box and the phonograph are the same age, mm-hmm. but the music box recording... Was the fidelity was so much more well-preserved
1: well it wasn't a recording it was one of those metal
0: oh that's why it
1: was a metal thing with holes in it so as long as the as long as everything hasn't worked at all it'll sound just as it did
0: just as it did
1: yeah so you should check those videos out they're super check those cool videos out yeah you should definitely support all your historic sites uh state parks national state parks, state parks national monuments. parks yes Everything that we can preserve, let's preserve it because it's super cool.
0: And because of that, if you live in a city that has a uh, historical society, they are typically, they are tragically and chronically underfunded, as we learned on this tour.
1: And mostly volunteer run.
0: Volunteer run. So these people are out there doing it because they love it. So
1: if you want to volunteer in a maybe haunted place with really cool history, you should totally call and ask if they need people to like take care of the weeds outside or dust some furniture or, you know, just. Cool shit like that. And also, if you have any items that can be donated, they usually will take donated items. Even if they're not from the original uh, home or building, um, It, in general, they like to add to the collection pieces from that time period as an example of what you might have seen. But Halloween is like fucking two days.
0: Yeah, dude. Halloween is uh, oh, yeah. uh, so soon, so damn soon. It's the best time to go on a haunted tour. Um,
1: At the very least, rent yourself a spooky movie and enjoy it. uh, If you can't go out to a party or any other haunted Halloween activity.
0: A real quick tweet watch. Zach is posting a lot of cute pics with him, with his fans. And also pics of fans that dressed up as Zach Bagans for Halloween. Oh, yes. Super great. Love that. Um, Apparently there is a haunted museum live coming up Mm -hmm. in two days that Zach is very excited about. Because he's posting a lot about that.
1: He's getting really into his museum, I've noticed. It's becoming
0: a bigger part of his career, I think. Well,
1: I'm guessing that that will outlive uh, his career on media, because he will eventually grow
0: old. (laughs) He's in his 40s now. He is, yeah. he's not a young young guy. And not
1: saying you can't do stuff when you're old, but he really relies on his looks. Yeah.
2: Unfortunately so. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, it would be cool if he was doing it as an elderly man. Um, (sighs) Ugh.
0: I'm Zach Bagans. This is Ghost Adventures. <laughs> Bro, look at my arm.
1: <laughs> Ignore the wrinkles and look at the hairs.
2: They're getting fine and Sp- spare, but... He'd lose his uh, hearing, and then something would happen right behind him, and oh he'd my be God. like, well, I guess nothing in this room. <laughs> I think I heard something in my hearing aid. <laughs> there was feedback in my hearing aid.
0: It must be a ghost. El- elder ghost adventures
1: sometimes ghosts mess with earring aids because they are electrical i don't know Um, that
0: sounds about right for um, zach
1: uh what was i gonna say i don't know oh yeah just happy halloween happy halloween happy halloween Um,
0: if you don't celebrate halloween i'm i'm sorry for whoever hurt you uh but happy november happy wednesday uh and of course uh, in addition to saying support your state and local national parks Again, support your uh, historical societies, historic uh, historical buildings. monuments, historical buildings, because those are the ones that don't get the funding.
1: And including uh, historic sites that um, we have a lot, including Native historic sites um, ah, yeah. that don't always get the recognition or attention that they deserve. Um, we have quite a few in Washington State.
0: The Native history of the Uni- of what is now the United States of America is a much longer record than the history of the United States of America as a thing, so you know, learn that it's important. The world's been here for a lot longer than we have. Uh, thanks to Leandra for the hand, for giving us a hand for our for our art. <laughs> Sorry, that's dumb. She made the art. You can. Oh shit! I just realized we've never given people a place where they can like go to look at her work. We'll have to ask Maybe her about you do that. that. Yeah. So so once we she tell sells her
1: some stuff too.
0: Once we tell you where you can find her stuff, go find it.
1: Yeah. Uh, we'll also. Buy it.
0: Thanks to Argo Fox for the music that we use. Uh, I assume Argo Fox is a real human being who has a real name, but they didn't attach that to the music that they put up. Um, so sorry. That's all I got. And thank you, Taylor.
2: Thank for you. Joining us today.
0: Uh, thank you for listening. You've been with us for such a long time now, and it's really wonderful to be able to see you every week and tell you all about this dumb show that we love. And I think that's about all I got. Yeah. Anybody else?
2: Uh, no. no? no <laughs> Great. Also.
0: Uh, cool. Well, uh, thanks again for listening. As always, my name is Max.
2: I'm Cassie. Everyone has a name. I'm Taylor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you just heard a, a class A, a EVP. EVP. Ooh.
1: Oh, that. No,
0: that was